G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. An update today with a ministry that launched just a few short years ago. Friends got together and decided to do something about serious situations even in other nations by way of mission activity. Well, Redeemer Ministries began with a focus on helping families in Pakistan who are caught up in generational slavery in brick kilns. Well, Stephen Downey from Redeemer Ministries back with us today for an update on their work. Stephen, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very, very much. Hey, Stephen, you're just back from Pakistan. No doubt you weren't able to go there through COVID, but you've been to Pakistan. You've actually met the people who've been on the receiving end of uh, the good ministry work that you've been sending. That's right. We've been able to redeem 167 families who were slaves in the brick kilns. We've been able to pay their debt, been able to get them work, get them accommodation, and the church has been looking after them, the evangelical church in Pakistan. Now, that's the knowledge that I had when I went to Pakistan Then they invited me to go to a Friday night meeting, didn't tell me very much about it. Um, The meeting was in the open air. There were well over 150 people uh, in the meeting, you know, at least a couple of hundred. And when I got there, they were singing Christian songs. And then I was told that every one of those people, adults and children, were all people that had been redeemed from the brick kilns. Wow. Hey, Stephen, brick kiln slavery, and for listeners who might be not so familiar with that, how does that work that it enslaves families uh, quite widespread across Pakistan? Yes, well, people get into debt over there and medical uh, issues are very high and costs. They get into debt through accident or illness and then the brick kiln owner makes contact with them in the village, offers to pay off their debt and then he asks them to work for him. They get $2 a day. They work from dawn till dusk. They work seven days a week. They don't get any holidays. They have to make 1,500 bricks per day. And if they miss any time or don't get their quota, that is added to their debt. You know, I met people who had been there for 40 years. I'd also met people who had been born in the brick kilns and now had their own family and the debt of their parents had been added on to them. So the despair and the hopelessness and the cruelty is deeply shocking. And that's where uh, I felt very called to do something about it. 
And that's how Redeemer Ministry started. Stephen, it's happening all over Pakistan, uh, perhaps other yes. developing nations in the world too, but uh, is there some sort of a understanding about how many of these brick kilns operate across Pakistan? There are 20,000 brick kilns in Pakistan and about 100 people in a brick kiln. And the bricks are made, uh, you know, for industry, of course, but they're also made to use roads, you know, they're put down on roads and asphalt put on top of them. So there's always a great usefulness for bricks in Pakistan. Now, your ministry has been functioning now for just three years and yes. you've been back to Pakistan. Uh, I know you got a great reception from those 150 or so people who were uh, recipients of some of the charitable mission blessing that has been sent to Pakistan. But uh, let yes. me in on, on how things have grown too, because not only uh, those families free from the debt uh, to the slavery of the brick kiln, but you've got some schools and some medical vans. How's that all worked? Well, yes. I mean, it's just, just wonderful because... I visited, we've got four mobile medical vans, all supplied by Christians here in Australia. And volunteer doctors and nurses go around with this mobile medical van full of medicine uh, in the van, and then they offer free medical care for the people in the brick kilns. You see, there's no doctors or nurses or painkillers or there's no, there's no medicine there's no injections. It, there's nothing at all in the brick kiln. There's no interest in helping them by the owner or by the government or by the religion of Pakistan. They're just totally on their own. So this is why we got these mobile medical vans going. So I, I was taken to four medical camps, and uh, which is a tent, just a, a, a very makeshift tent put up for a day and every of the four medical camps that I visited there were at least 60, 60 patients in a tent well I went around shaking hands with them and asking them how they felt about it and I was really surprised and blessed by the number of people who were saying this is the only way we're going to get any help for our medical needs we now see what the Christians are doing. We're now going to church. We're now doing Bible studies. We've become Christians since this work has been going. So I, I was absolutely blown away with being thrilled by this testimony. And it's a powerful alignment, isn't it? Uh, being freed from slavery. That's the way we understand our own spiritual Redemption, yes. what Jesus has done for us. So you're working in yes. this redemption ministry and uh, Redeemer Ministry is the name of your ministry. Uh, beyond the medical support, beyond the emancipation of those uh, families that have been indebted to the kiln owners, you've also got a whole bunch of schools. Uh, tell me about yes. the schools. We've got 46 Christian schools. And I'm very, very pleased to say that one of those schools was sponsored by a listener to your program in, in Perth. And I got a call and they were very interested in sponsoring a school, which cost $1,200 per year for a teacher 
who is Bible college trained, either him or her, and uh, they're able to look up to 30 or 40 students because they each get material, which they're able to do at their own pace, and then the teacher is there to supervise them. And there's, there's some wonderful stories coming out. I mean, I visited some of the schools. One of them actually meet under a tree. 40 students with a teacher meeting under a tree from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. each day. Then the children go and uh, make bricks with their parents in the afternoon. It's just so exciting. And they were standing up giving me testimonies saying how they could now read the Bible, how they were now, many of them were now Christians, and some of them wanted to be doctors and nurses and pastors. And they and, and it was found that there were a number of these children were very intelligent. You know, they just needed something like this to really show uh, their ability. So this is happening in these Christian schools. And we might be encouraged that historically, if you want to break a cycle of poverty, you've got to introduce education. So uh, honour to you, Stephen Downey. You have 46 Christian schools in those brick kilns, 167 families redeemed from brick kilns. Uh, You mentioned some mobile medical vans too. You're also, uh, very quickly here, working with women's empowerment. How does that work? Well, this is a a really, really interesting program. You see, there are girls nine or ten years of age who are kidnapped in Pakistan. It's happening all over the country. They're abused, they're raped, they're forced into a marriage and they might be the fourth wife of a particular man. They've got no, um, they cannot read or write. They've got no skills and no ability. And so they have to live in this. This is this really is bondage to a marriage. Now, when they get into their 20s, they become a little bit more aware of their circumstances, and many of them escape from this situation. They're all over the country. Our people in Pakistan, lovely brothers and sisters, make contact with these women, and we've now got this program with 50 women. I mean, it is only 50 women of many thousands that are there in the country. Teach them how to sew, look after them for 12 months, uh, teach them how to read and write, teach them, you know, through workshops of various schools, uh, skills, and then they have... Uh, a chapel service each week. And in the first batch of 50 women, 25 have become Christians. Now, the second batch is going on at the moment. So they took me to a church service on the Sunday night that I was there. Again, didn't tell me very much about it. I go to this church service. It's packed with, well, it's a building that could take just over 60 people. There were 60 women there and two or three men, and this was a church. I talked to the pastor. I was able to give a a little message uh, to the congregation. All of those 60 women came from that women's empowerment program, and they were now new believers. 
Look, it was such an exciting time. They would come up and give their testimony. Some of them would hold a dress, you know, and show me what they'd made and the stitches that they'd done and what they'd learned. And, and look, it, it was just a thrilling night. The pastor said to me, he doesn't know what he's going to do next year because when there's a third batch, he believes there'll be more new believers and he doesn't know where everyone's going to be in, in that size building. So imagine, you know, you're a pastor, you've got to go back to the very basics to teach them and help them to understand what it means to be a Christian, what to believe as a Christian, and how to live as a Christian. And that's his job. Well, isn't it an amazing testimony? And uh, honour to you, Stephen Downey. You've got combined here the practical elements of care that come from the heartbeat of Christ uh, for those who are in real challenging circumstances. Along with that comes the gospel, a transformed life. And there's another aspect you're working with too. And uh, very quickly, Stephen, you've also got this other arm of mission into the Amazon jungle. How's that all going? Well, this is also very interesting. You see, Jairo and Sandra, who are the missionaries in the Amazon jungle, took with them what we would call an apprentice. His name is Raphael. Well, now he's working with 70 children and he's also doing some Bible studies with men, which is very wise of him to do that. But I'm just so excited with his wisdom and with his excitement and desire to share the gospel with men, men on men, one-to-one, and also in uh, Bible study groups. And, and he's so excited about the children, and he believes that that ministry could grow to 400 children. So I'm really blessed about about that ministry. Well, there's some good work that is happening in Redeemer Ministries and for listeners who might want to connect and, uh, you know, to hear of vision listeners who have connected in earlier conversations and been part of the good work that's going on there. Uh, no doubt there might be others who might like to take up the challenge as well. Redeemer Ministries' yeah. website is redeemerministries.net. RedeemerMinistries.net and for the updates around work that's going on in Pakistan and good to hear too of exciting developments in the Amazon jungle in South America. Stephen Downey, thank you so much for your update today on 2020. Been a great pleasure. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 